0: tefl commute season five episode five in which sean and i discuss things relating to clothes let's get started Sean,
1: All right, Lindsay. How you doing? Fine. Welcome back. Yeah, no, it feels like, it, it it feels like a while since I've sat in front of a microphone.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, for regular listeners, uh, we're back again, as you can hear. Apologies, we've been away for a little bit longer. Because there was the IATSEFF conference uh, that happened, that just happened, followed by um, the Easter break, so it kind of threw a wrench in the works here at Tefl Commute. Yeah, we're and of course back could, on Mike and back in business. We could
1: never record when we were in the same place at the same time because we know how we get told off for that. So we uh, exactly. were both at IATSEFF. But... Exactly,
0: we, Sean and I were both at IATSEFF, meeting several of you and networking and doing all those kind of IATSEFF things. Unfortunately, James could not be there, but. With Between all of that stuff, we didn't get around to doing another episode. I mean, but we are back again. Um, for those of you who are new joining us, this is the TEFL Commute. This is a podcast for language teachers, which is not about language teaching, but the subject always comes up. Uh, and
1: uh, we are your hosts. My name is Lindsay Clanfield. And I'm Sean Wilden. I, I would and, say, wasn't it nice? I just you know, think it was nice that people came up and said, I listened to your podcast. It was really strange. you know, that, Yeah. It was. Thank you to all those people. All three of them. Yeah, who came up and said that. <laughs> yeah, well, three is a solid. Last year was none. This year it's three. So next year we'll go for a big five. There we go. That's our target. Excellent. There we
0: Excellent. go. Excellent. Go up by in prime numbers. Anyway, today's episode is about clothes, and so both of us had been looking into the whole business of clothes and teachers and clothes and students and clothes and English, and we had a few uh, funny things we'd like to, fun things, funny things, interesting things we'd like to share with you. My first question though is for you, Sean. Ready? Yeah. What do you usually wear? to work. Apologies for the ELT coursebook sounding question of that. But (laughs) what do you usually wear to work when you teach, when you teach? Get
1: into pairs of of your partner and discuss that and I'll come back in a moment. Yeah. I'll (laughs) just listen. (laughs) Uh, So when I teach, I'm presuming you mean when I actually get off, uh, get offline and go and do stuff in a real classroom. Uh, That's right. A
0: face to face class. Yeah, okay.
1: Because I mean, I I do a lot of webinar and you know, live online stuff that that Kind of joke that we all have about you know I'm wearing a shirt up top, but I'm, uh, I'm still in my pajamas really because on a That's camera true. they can only ever see us. Um, face to face, I'm I'm a I'm a shirt and trousers man, and I'm, and depending what who I'm teaching, maybe even a suit and tie. Um, I really, I, yeah, okay. I I've always um liked to differentiate uh what I wear between what I what what I wear to kind of work and what I uh wear in in for leisure and i think part there are two reasons for that but i'll i think that'll come out as we talk what about you i mean you're a Um, you're a a,
0: yeah i think i'm a jeans but shirt kind of person not so much a t-shirt and i think you make a good point there i like to have the idea that if i had a full teaching day that when i came back home i would change out of my teaching clothes so i i don't know if i would I would never wear sort of like uh jogging pants or 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 you know, or shorts, for example, to teach. But um but I, I do tend to keep it casual. I might wear a jacket, like a shirt and a jacket, like a like a dress jacket and jeans or whatever, a uh, uh, a casual jacket uh, and jeans. But um yeah. Well, so no, I
1: think I'm influenced before I'm influenced by a few things. I and and this is where I think we'll be able to wear um we might differ one is the the one is when I first started teaching, I actually had a contract that said I couldn't wear jeans um for it and, okay uh, so i had to look quite smart and that much i don't actually wear jeans a lot anyway uh, i'm not a, a jeans person so to speak but uh, but my contract specifically listed lots of things uh in, in which i couldn't wear jeans uh and secondly as i kind of uh, moved uh, as my teaching role changed i and i changed countries to teach i did a lot of company work and we were supposed to dress as the company uh so there were a lot that was you know if you're in the middle of teaching bank managers then jeans and t-shirts didn't really yeah. didn't really work well, definitely, I'd agree with that. I think one of the jobs I had, we did,
0: we were obliged to wear a tie. Right. Um, this was when I was teaching private students in a different city in Spain, um, and we we had lots of business classes. So I, I, guess, I guess in that case, when I was teaching business English, I tended to also dress a bit more businessy. Like when I went to teach at this um, insurance company at eight o'clock in the mornings in Barcelona, uh, three times a week, I remember I definitely would wear like my better jacket or even a suit sometimes for those classes
1: i think i mean i think that's it i mean we said we kind of in the in the school that I talk about in the Czech Republic, i mentioned in other podcasts. when we had a dress code, but that dress code actually depending depending on who you were teaching. Because you know, if you're teaching business people, you dressed as they were. Uh, and I mean, in, in software companies, that might be jeans and a t shirt because that's what they did. But then at the other end of the scale, you've got kind of YL VYL classes, very right? young learner classes, and you're not going to wear a suit and tie to those. So um, no,
0: because you would you'd be putting almost a more distance between yourself yeah. and the students if you sort of showed up wearing a. a a, a suit and 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 tie and everything um i wonder if it's different i mean in different countries um do you know or have you heard of teachers i know teachers who have taught for example in asia and they've told me that when they were teaching in japan they they were stricter uh, or korea rather they were stricter about the, the 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 dress code there but i don't know if that's just an individual thing or was that
1: i yeah i think i mean of of the i don't know um to, I don't know, it'd be kind of fake news if I announced, announced it, but I think from what I've seen working in Asia as a trainer and uh, as school inspector, but I've been to many schools in Asia, um, then I would say that they tend to, the dress code tends to be more formal than jeans uh, uh, with it but I don't know if that's a hard and fast rule. Do you, do, do, have you never had a dress code of your schools? Well, no, just,
0: I, I, yeah, as I said, in Spain, I had one where I had to wear a tie. Right. And also, um, I mean, it's different, of course, for women than it is for men. Both of us are talking from our perspective, but I suppose um, women would might be subject to more uh, dress code restrictions in some cases on sort of skirts or or or, or things like, you know, te- uh Tops with no sleeves or um, that kind of thing I know that that was a that was an issue at the same workplace, so they were more st- they were strict for girls, but it wasn't so clear like with a for a man it was just easy just wear a tie and a jacket or a tie and and, and trousers. Um, and that was it whereas with women they didn't kind of say what it should be but right. i knew, i had colleagues who would say oh yeah i got told you know i had to watch what i was wearing because i was wearing something it was hot and i, I was wearing something too casual oh
1: yeah okay i just I, I, you can see the rest of my voice when we start talking about women's clothing it's kind of yeah. uh i mean i mean in, of, not not in ed, not in teaching per se but there's of course it's been this big um, kerfuffle in the uk of late like with with the whether women are companies can force women to wear high heels which you probably see. Right. There's, there's uh, petitions everywhere of course. I mean
0: Oh, I haven't I haven't seen this one.
1: Oh, no. It, it, it happened, you know, like um, I think it was towards the end of last year and of course it, it being Britain being Britain with its sensationalist uh, newspapers um you know a woman went to work wasn't wearing heels and was sent home by the company for not wearing heels and this oh, this uh, this, uh, this all blew up uh, uh, for it. And, and it happened to teach you about. I mean you you shared a link with me didn't you? This about uh, That's
0: right. I mean, this there is there is a uh, there's a lot of discussion about that about sort of double standards also for for women in clothes. There was one that I found from uh, September twenty sixteen, um, a big story of a woman teacher in the states, a kindergarten teacher, I think, uh, who uh, posted some pictures of herself on Instagram in different clothes. And uh, got into trouble, or lots of people started criticizing, saying she was wearing highly inappropriate clothes. And then this whole um, hashtag started up called Teacher Bay. That's Teacher B A E, Teacher Bay, hashtag Teacher Bay. So it was a fourth grade teacher in Atlanta um, posted an in Instagram a, a, a photo of her in a dress she wore to work. Um, and You know, they were people were criticizing it or supporting her. It became like this big polarizing thing, Um, and you know, as 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 the stuff I was reading about it, you know, it was it revealed all these assumptions about the roles of women and teachers, and where they're caretakers and shouldn't be viewed uh sort of you know right in in any other way and it was it was really interesting teacher bay if anyone is interested in that the teacher bay story hashtag teacher bay um
1: it surprised me over the years how kind of almost how emotive the idea of clothes and dress code for teachers is i i mean i i i um I said there's a dress code in the school where I used to work, and I think I was partially responsible for the introduction of that. Uh, so, and I remember the discussions with it. But again, if you, even even in the UK, if you um, if you do a little bit of research on the internet, you'll see how I mean, it's only a couple of years ago where Ofsted, the UK uh, inspection body, was suggesting that teachers should have a greater focus on their professional dress and conduct. Um, yeah, and it's just – i don't know—this idea of how you dress. It, it, um, um, you know, does that make you any better or worse teacher if
0: you're wearing a suit? No, well, I, I mean, I, of course, you know, instinctively, I want to say, of course not. Of course it doesn't. It makes no difference. But I suppose anybody could push even, you know, my own, like, personal limits. You know, I, I, I like you, I'm a teacher trainer. I've, I've observed new young pre-service teachers, you know, people doing a CELTA course. And I've seen some people who come in and I've been like, Oof, you know, it'd be, you'd maybe get a better, better of a result if you weren't wearing that shirt or you know th- it didn't look so casual or like the ripped jeans, sh- shorts and sandals and stuff like that you know the, in my case it was more often sort of like they looked so much like the typical backpacker walking off a a, a beach in Thailand uh, yeah, to to yeah no no
1: no. that used to be I think that was one of my book bears I, I don't know I, I, I it's interesting because I think you know I, as a as a student I loved wearing school uniform. Uh, and I wonder oh if, that, if that's always come through me. I've always, I've always looked, I like that formal look. I like the shirt, tie, but tie, tie, well, I like the shirt and trousers. And I don't know if that's kind of, you know you talk about we talk about experiences the former experiences shaping how you become as an adult i wonder if if that's part of it but that i mean yeah that idea in the, when we used to start a even i mean prague okay prague in the summer can be a very hot place but we're doing celtar and then people turn up in a t-shirt shorts and flip-flops and you think really <laughs> you know really i know,
0: <laughs> I, I, know. I, I and i do i agree with that i do think also really and I, I i i'm sort of thinking about that now is that is that unfair of me but is, is it also partly to do with us as english teachers or always struggling with that stereotype of the backpacker teacher with no experience. And so that's probably what hits our buttons. By the way, uh, just slightly changing gears a little bit here, one of the questions I wanted to have for you, because it did happen to me, was has a student, particularly a young student, ever made fun of your clothes? No. No. Well, not that you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, as a as a as a as a student, people used to make fun of me wearing a school uniform. I'll take I'll take okay. you that. But as a no, I mean, what's said to make fun of in, a, in when you're wearing a, a nice shirt? And I think thousand. it
0: was. I still remember. <laughs> I think maybe I'm just too sensitive because I think I spoke about this in the songs um, episode too, about um, students criticizing your choice of songs in the classroom. And I still remember one uh, stu- uh, one group of students making a joke about something and they were giggling about something. And I think it must have been a shirt that I was wearing. And in the end, they said, yeah, it's that shirt. We all hate that shirt. And I can't even remember what was on the <laughs> shirt. It wasn't even like it was like a it was like a shirt shirt. But I don't know. It was like some kind of pattern on it that was. Anyway, it, suffice to say, I never wore it again to that uh, class that, uh, or any other class. That's,
1: that's terrible. Maybe if, if I'm sure, if if, um, if any of my former colleagues or students will listen to this, they might remind me. If if that's not true, but I'm sure I'm going to be criticised. I'll take it a different way, though. and It depends. I guess if you extend, if you extend the definition of clothing, I used to wear an earring. And, and I was and ah. uh, um and I did uh and I have had people comment on that and not suggest it's a good a, a good thing. I mean you you've seen me I'm a I'm a big big bloke and I have a shaved head with an earring makes me a bit look a bit yobby at times, I guess. Yeah. So um and I think there's the extension and, and that's the other thing with me, and again possibly being a uh uh, uh somebody that's too old really it's this idea of uh, for me tattoos are something that's also uh, i find i find when you know somebody's going to the classroom and, and they've got the shirt on and the, the tattoo the shirt on with short sleeves and there's tattoos seen all over their body i just wonder sometimes is that the right image but maybe it's because i taught so many business classes maybe it's just because you know it. Wouldn't yeah it. it's it's there I'm, going to, I'm not going to make any friends in this episode, am I? It's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you. Uh, I'm just letting You're you, you I'm just like,
0: exactly. I'm just getting, letting you extend the rope. Hey, let's take let's take a quick break um, here. I think this might be a good moment to have a little tiny break here. And when we come back, I thought we could talk a little bit about clothes and teaching clothes vocabulary. How does that sound to you? Okie dokie. Producer James here with a quick message to say thank you for listening to the podcast. If you'd like to show your support for the show, then you can help us in just a minute and it won't cost you a thing. Think of a friend or colleague you know, someone who you think would enjoy listening to the program and send them an email or a message to let them know about us. With your help, we can reach even more teachers. Okay, on with the show. So, Sean. Yes. Uh well first of all welcome back listeners uh we're talking about clothes in this episode and our first part we were talking about clothes that teachers wear and dress codes and appropriateness and inappropriateness and we stopped sean just as he was
1: i i think i've already damaged myself i think that's it
0: (laughs) so sean is wearing a pinstripe suit as he's recording this episode you
1: know (laughs) what Ties. you asked me before the break about what made fun of my clothes ties people used to make fun of my ties ah that's true and and i because i used to there was a while when i just you always used to wear ties and uh and you can guarantee my it gets back to another episode we did, my end of year present would be a tie. And you'd be like, Oh
0: nice. <laughs> yeah. I think I still have a couple of ties from students that I've never worn. Yeah. Um but coming on to teaching clothes and teaching clothes vocabulary, of course, teaching clothes vocabulary is, has, for me, always been, you know, there's so many activities you can easily think of, you know, if, you, if you're teaching clothes one day with students, that, that to me is never really a struggle to come up with activity ideas. Have we wandered um, into
1: the field of teaching again on this podcast?
0: I think we have. Oh, okay. I think the subject is coming up. <laughs> Um, but the first thing I want to mention about that is that clothes in terms of teaching ideas are great in terms yeah. of material is so deadly in teaching material and speaking as a writer um, because clothes can date so quickly so the pictures of clothes I mean you can always tell an older book when you look <laughs> well, at it and you're well, like oh everything. my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's quite funny but um, they still give up to like lots of lots of great activities um, do you have before I, I have a Couple of questions for you, but before I get to that, do you have a favorite clothes teaching activity
1: that you do with students? Well, what I like now, and I'm I'm uh, um, obviously interested in 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 mobile learning and stuff like that. Now that kind of, what I do like now is the fact that you can you know you can create avatars and people can actually dress them. So, you know, uh, I, yeah. I, I actually, you know, bringing, whereas a, uh, with a with a course book, it, as you say, there are lots of good things you can do with clothes, but it's, it's very kind of it's a typical static course book. But if you put it on an iPad, you can move the clothes around and you can choose the clothes the person was, uh and create, you know, these create avatars. And I like that aspect of it uh, uh, with it. Um, yeah. But go on, Andy, what, what's yours since you put me on? Um, well, I quite
0: like the idea of, you know, the sort of you're um, your you uh you've done some basic clothes with vocabulary and then you ask the students to sit back to back with a partner without looking at each other and then from memory try to say all the clothes that they remember that their partner was wearing so if you <laughs> haven't prepared them for that there it, it gets quite funny because they're like so you're wearing a green shirt And it's like no it's not it's yellow
1: it's amazing it's amazing when you do that how little attention they pay to each other it's, it's like they've been working in pairs for the last 10 minutes but they've not actually looked at what each other's wearing <laughs>
0: exactly exactly also i like those kind of activities we you can give different situations and tell people describe what they are wearing so it's like it's a warm sunny summer's day and you are at a picnic in the park tell a partner that sounds dangerously
1: um, close to a visualization exercise i
0: know i knew you were gonna say that yeah. i knew you were gonna say well, that, that. ever, was close
1: ever to, since you ever since you you threw it in room 101 all you've ever done is talk about visualization the visualization i activity. know i know it's well
0: there you of... go <laughs> Well, there's another thing that I thought we could take advantage of here. And the fact is that you are a Brit and I am a North American. And when we come to teaching clothes, there will be a small set of words where the two of us are are speaking a common language separated to, by what was it that who Oral said you know uh, separated by a common language uh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah but I'm just thinking just before you start that. So when you when you pick up a course book, which is because you live in Spain, it's predominantly, I would imagine, British English. Yeah. Do you yeah. do you teach the American words? Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. Oh, so not, I know not, not the, the British
1: book. words. Do you just teach American words?
0: No, the Amer- I I will teach. No, I teach both. Oh, right. I'll say, look, the book says this, but in North America or in Canada or in the States, we say this. But um, I'm sure that our listeners are now thinking, oh, yeah, which words like that? Well, I've got a little set. And what I thought I would do is I'm going to describe a piece of clothing to you, Sean, and you're going to tell me what it is. And then I'm going to tell you what I call it. But give a little pause to see if our listeners would be able to know what the North American and British words are uh equivalents, uh like what are what they are for each of these things. Got okay? You. Yeah, I got you. All right. All right. So the first thing is uh I want you to think about what you wear on your legs. When you put you put something that's like jeans is an example of this, but you put this put this on your legs and they're long. Um they go from waist down to your ankles. What do you call those?
1: I would call them trousers.
0: Yeah. So see I would call them pants.
1: No 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 pants go into trousers.
0: Yeah, well, that's the second question. What do you call, <laughs> what do you call the like the 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 boxers or 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 Y front things that go underneath the jeans uh, against your skin? What well, do you call I, them? I guess
1: you're looking for the word underpants. But what I'm actually wondering now is if people actually still use the word underpants because you call them briefs or boxes or.
0: I guess, but I still would say my underpants. Oh, would you? I'd okay. still say, where are my underpants? That, that's, yeah. that's
1: an image I that one. want. Let's move on, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you would say pants, right? Uh, yeah, I'd say underpants. Or, no, okay. pants. No, pants, pants. Yeah, yeah. No, underpants. Well, I think, it, I, I, now, now I'm confused. I would say both. But I think i say boxers and briefs more. More than pants? Yes. Pant, okay. Uh, pants to me, and I, I'm, uh, maybe it's just, again, where I was brought up, it's more feminine sounding.
0: Oh, okay. Pants. Mm. Like
1: panties. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Next one. Can, can
1: okay, somebody of the listeners actually teach us some English next time before we do the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. Yeah. Way to go, how prepared we are on this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Moving right along. Um, okay. So, this is a long sleeve thing you wear on the top, uh, long sleeves on you, and it's like it's warm. You wear it over a shirt. And I've
1: Not got, that warm, not
0: really hot. I've got, but,
1: I've got, to, I've got to throw, a, I, I, I throw a, a stick in your, uh, sort of fly in your ointment or something here and say, pull over.
0: Okay, yeah. Pullover, I would never say a pullover. No. I'd say a sweater. Well, you always are, but you a jump, jumper
1: is what we normally say, isn't it? But, but do you ever say sweater? Um sometimes but i don't know i think my english is so um you know i know so many american speakers or new zealand speakers australian speakers my english is a kind of a amalgam of stuff uh and i realized that um you know certainly when i uh, when i was a seltzer trainer in Prague, um you said jumper to the american 18 year old they're looking like what so uh, yeah a jumper
0: a jumper is like something from like some bad science fiction movie that was called jumper anyway let me keep going okay this is something you wear when it's when it's wet outside when it's raining you need to take your umbrella and you also put this on
1: uh raincoat
0: okay so you say a raincoat you don't say a mac well a mac is a computer <laughs> oh my gosh okay yeah no, but we're gonna, gonna edit that head we're head head head. gonna edit that out
1: no, no uh
0: <laughs> you say you say a raincoat you don't say a mac i, I, I never say a mac well, no
1: a mac, but, a mac is kind of you think makes you think of I, I, I just got a message from our producer that says it's a Mac. I would never say Mac. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll
0: see what listeners
1: say. No, okay. No, another I, one. I remember, uh, we need to pose these as Facebook questions. All right. I, all right. Oh. So I think something you put on your feet. Here's another shoes. one. Something you put on your feet. Yeah, but
0: not shoes. They're sporty shoes. No
1: oh, trainers. Oh God,
0: sneakers. They're sneakers. They're
1: trainers. Whoever says Nike sneakers? Air. A Nike Air. Is a, a Nike, uh,
0: It is a sneaker.
1: No, it's not.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. Is a
1: sneaker not somebody who walks up quietly behind you? (laughs) All
0: right. Okay. Well, let's see. Yes. Uh, ha ha. All right. What about a baby? What does a baby wear um that it goes (laughs) poo-in?
1: Um I just I'm gonna I'm gonna take that picture of the podcast and play it forever. That's hilarious. Um uh, I think you want me to say nappy here.
0: Yes, but I say diaper. I'd oh, never okay. say nap.
1: Do you really? It's interesting. Uh, diaper. I think diapers again is is, is kind of creep crept into the language a little bit. Um, it's yeah <laughs>
0: sorry. <laughs> Not being a diaper. Okay, and then the last one is when you go to a swimming pool, what are you wearing?
1: Uh, swimming truck, swimming costume.
0: Yeah, you don't say a bathing suit.
1: Uh, no, I don't live in the nineteenth century.
0: <laughs> so for you, the bathing suit is the thing—the striped thing the men a bit wore. To... Me. It sounds
1: a bit antiquated. See,
0: because but... I would say I still would say a bathing suit. Where's my bathing suit? I got to put on a Are bathing you really? suit.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think so.
0: And then there's the final two, which I don't—I'm not sure at all. But one was like what you would wear under a shirt, like like uh, like men used to wear these. They'd be white and kind of. uh, uh that'd
1: be a vest.
0: Yeah, see, I would call it an undershirt. Oh, really? Because for oh, me, because
1: no, a vest is a waistcoat for you, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. a vest is a waistcoat. Yeah. yeah.
1: I've got one for so, you. I've got one for you. Uh, right, the, go for it. Just going back to it's not American British English, but it's something. It, this is this is true. Um, we were. I was with a uh, uh, an Antipodean colleague in a salsa lesson. Yeah, and we're back in the room observing, and we go back to this idea of somebody walking in the shorts and whatever. Yeah. And this colleague said to me, said. My God, he's wearing a thong. Oh, sorry, he's wearing thongs. And I was and I was like, really? yes. what? Yeah.
0: That's right. The thongs are what go on your feet.
1: Yes, that is like are a thong. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's a flip-flop. And I'm like, what? And yeah. <laughs> I completely got me on that one. Uh, well, there so,
0: was another one that used to make my British friends giggle, or my American friends. I can't remember now because I get a mix up. It's like, you know when you would have the uh like like um to put money in and you'd, and you'd clip it around your waist. It was like, oh. a, it was a pocket you clipped, the, the, fanny, the fanny pack, pack. The that pocket.
1: just makes me laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: see what do you call that it's a bum
1: bag (laughs) which is is actually no worse it's funny in itself but i don't know why the the words fanny pack and i think it's often (laughs) often like when
0: especially i always called it that i used to have one and then i when i came and i said oh yeah i'm just looking for my fanny pack and all the english people in the room started giggling you
1: you know what it's it's, i guess for me it's you get you get a typical kind of an american oldish american tourist wandering around prague looking for their fanny pack Uh, and you know and then i mean in the Stereotype, they're not quiet people, so it's just All got right. this extra layer of funniness for a oh,
0: well. for those of you wondering. Uh, just Google <laughs> Fanny, different no, well, different...
1: put your safe search on, yeah. All right, um, <laughs> shall we, speaking I, of, I think we should break, we, I think, I think we I, just need to recompose ourselves for the final I, part. So, should we, uh, should we bring in Kerry and see what she's got to say?
0: Oh, yes, we haven't had a Kerry's Corner for a while, so a Kerry's Corner on clothes, let's do it.
2: I really used to hate that practice exercise when you're teaching clothes vocabulary where you ask students to describe what they're wearing um, to each other and it just didn't seem to make any sense at all. You know, you can see what I'm wearing, I can see what you're wearing Why on earth would we want to tell each other? Um, But then, with uh, the advent of uh, vloggers, uh, this whole thing took a new turn, uh, especially with my teens classes, who, um, quite a few of them, were into the hashtag OOTD. Um, Let you think about that one for a second. OOTD. It's absolutely perfect for this kind of practice, um, because basically, uh, they film themselves um, and what they're wearing and they talk about what they're wearing and not only what it is but why they chose it, where they got it, how they feel about it, and they're more than happy to go on and in great detail about their OOTD, their outfit of the day. And suddenly it all makes so much more sense.
0: Right, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. Thanks for that. Uh, let's come back here. We were talking about clothes uh, and different words for clothes, and I thought one of the things uh, I did in preparation for this podcast was I asked a question on Facebook, as I am wont to do, about uh, things that I'm preparing. And um, I was asking about what is it about English on T-shirts? Um, there are, I have seen... Um, living abroad i've seen many examples of very inappropriate or rude english on t-shirts yeah. some that are rude and some that are just weird and um i also often wonder if it's not like you know the kind of the typical joke of the um the person who gets the Japanese uh, tattoo and they think it means, you know, like, yeah. crane swooping and it means, you know, bathrooms right or something like that. So, like, people getting these things because they like the aesthetic of it, but they don't know what it means. And I wonder if this isn't the case with T-shirts. I
1: think, well, and it's um, also, they're also sort also of ten, ten a penny. I mean, I, you walk around, you've been, to, you've been to Asian, you walk along the average Asian market and English is kind of the trendy language and they just print off all this kind of whole manner of stuff, uh, you know, that you buy for... 20 pence or something <laughs> yeah they have no idea what they've actually In fact, somebody's opened a dictionary just picked a word at random sometimes i think
0: well i thought i'd share some funny examples obviously i can't share all of them because uh, otherwise we would have to slap not just an e rating of explicit but like a triple e or like there were some super explicit examples that came up um in in my facebook thread uh, especially from um hugh Deller had recommended some uh that he had seen in in his during his time in indonesia some of the more more tamer ones, which i, I don 't mind sharing here uh, Graham Stanley uh, told me about uh, wrote about a teenage boy in his class wearing a t shirt that said "Fancy a shag <laughs> had no idea what it meant, and finally uh you know Graham I, told him
1: i think I, but that's a, i think that 's an interesting side point about to, to be serious for a moment there 's a lot of i mean a lot of the words that we can 't say are obviously sexual there is this you know this I, you know you could imagine these poor grandparents or something buying their young uh, young grandchild, this English T-shirt, and in the fact, they're you know they're, they're 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 being sexually explicit, I and mean, you know oh, yeah. there's a, a real serious very, thing to be careful of in this in this day, and day. A
0: lot of them are very sexually explicit. I mean, some of the less so ones. Um, Leslie Ito uh, in Japan shared a couple. One which I quite like, the run around naked. Uh, she'd seen people with that one. Joe Budden had seen had a, a Spanish. Um, sister-in-law, I think it was, who had uh, or her daughter had one which just had nice buns. Um, no idea. Another one, Amanda Fox shared one of a student she, uh, in Japan who wore a t-shirt called Emaciated Chick. Alistair Grant uh, had a student that would, would come to or saw someone with a shirt that said cash only. Um, of course, there are lots of these online. Um, some of the weirder Asian ones, uh, but are, are more like that, those kind of jokes about Asian English, which I'm sort of have mixed feelings about although there is one um uh there's one which is which which i which i quite liked uh Yes, water on the thirsty soil, which I thought was really <laughs> interesting, or forcible. There's, we'll maybe put a link to some of these pages, which yeah, I'll have put the funny. Page English. I
1: think, yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a difference between a kind of um, something like Singlish or something like that, but, you know, which, which within context might make sense. Uh, yeah. But then, as I say, sometimes it just feels like the dictionary's been opened. And we need to put some English words on this T-shirt. When you open the dictionary, yeah. you them, And I think a couple of the sites that we'll share in, are uh, on the website are more like that because there's no connection between the words uh, whatsoever but um i think it's uh, the, the other thing is as you you kind of mentioned with the, the tattoo idea but i mean the same thing could apply to us we it's funny to us because we can see this english but if we buy a foreign t-shirt we've got no idea if if, if, if indeed exactly so you could be you know you could pick up
0: something in cyrillic script because you think it looks really cool and it has like sort of and, and, and you think it's like, oh wow, this is really really cool, but it's it's something quite banal. Um, and I'm sure there are loads of examples of things like that with uh, Japanese or Chinese characters. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. um, <clears throat> and I'm sure that they have their own websites of um, of, <laughs> of Americans or Brits <laughs> wearing tattoos that say absolutely ridiculous yeah, things.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, okay you you bought you bought silly t shirts to the table. Um, I I think I'll uh, can I bring some jokes to the table? Um, oh,
0: we're at that part of the podcast. Well,
1: as, as, as and I and I, mean, I can't take credit for this. Uh, James did say it would be a good way to close the show, so. Uh... Oh, oh no! <laughs> so, all right, um, do your worst. Okay, so, do your worst. So there are there are uh, a number of jokes uh, on the website that are close, so I, I, uh, close related. So I've picked five, and I've picked five that I would use with students because I like them because of their play on words or the homo- phone homonym, or whatever. So here we go. Lindsay, right. Why did the leopard wear a striped shirt?
0: Because he thought it was a, a tiger. I don't know. Is it something like that? I... Uh, see,
1: your sense of humor. So it's, it's obvious. <laughs> so why did the leopard wear a striped shirt? So she wouldn't be spotted.
0: Oh, obvious. my gosh. Oh, no. Obvious.
1: Oh. Okay, here we go. Why? <laughs> why don't you wear a cardboard belt?
0: I don't know, Sean. Why don't you wear a cardboard? Well, you gotta,
1: belt. This one's this one's very clever. It would be a waste of paper. Oh my god! You get it? They think of waste.
0: Yes, yes, I get it. Yes, go yes. on. Three more to go. Um, go gonna, on. Guy,
1: why? Do, what color socks do birds wear? Uh, they don't uh, wear socks. They have bare feet. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, two to go. You ready? You ready? Okay. What is the difference? And this is sort of a, a kind of pronunciation. What's the difference between a nicer dressed man on a tricycle and a poorly dressed man on a bicycle? Uh,
0: no, I don't. I don't know.
1: Attire. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> okay, that's a B one. That's a B two
1: level English. Joke oh, you're great And an A one level humor. <laughs> okay, right. let's oh, that's the, one, one more. One more, and then I'll put you out your misery. I mean, you. you you suggested the topic of clothes, the clothes was there for jokes, you know. You're ready with yourself to be. Yep. Why did the golfer wear an extra pair of pants or trousers? Why? In case he got a hole in one. Boo, <laughs> boo.
0: Someone kill an enormous explosion sound there, which is my head as I hit the desk. Okay. Oh, come on. Well, we, how, I, I, can you, you,
1: how can you mock those jokes? They're perfect for a class. You know, we're talking about how to introduce clothes into the classroom. There's some brilliant ways to do it there.
0: Remind me never to suggest a whole episode on jokes. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, well, that's it from us, everybody. Uh, thank you. Thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been an episode of the TEFL Commute, a podcast for language teachers. That's not about language teaching. But... It always seems to come up. Less (laughs) often comes up are are Sean's jokes rather a bit too often in my uh, for my taste but there you go but
1: well, you actually uh, sound sort of generally kind of thrown by my jokes he's <laughs> like you don't know where know. to go now it's, that's i
0: know i know you can find out about us at our website www.teflcommute.com we're also on facebook on twitter and on all the best podcasting sites uh so please tell a friend about it and uh follow us and we'll be back when in a couple, a couple of weeks, weeks yeah
1: a couple of weeks on, i thought Right, I'm out of here. Thank you all for listening. See you next time. Bye.
0: Thanks, everybody. Bye bye.
3: As your commute is coming to an end, here's an activity you can take into class. Tell all the students to stand up. Tell them to sit down if they're wearing the things that you say. Begin reading out the following items striped socks, a belt. A brown shirt A shirt with pockets A jacket with a zip A t-shirt with a logo High heels Trainers A piece of clothing with an English logo on it The last person or people to sit down are the winners You can, of course, customize the list of clothes words with your own ideas You can find the instructions for these activities at our website www.teffelcommute.com. You've been listening to The Teffel Commute, an original podcast produced and presented by Lindsay Canfield, Sean Wilden and James Taylor. Don't miss out on any episodes by subscribing to us on iTunes and by visiting us at www.teffelcommute.com.